Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
Joey Campbell. But this Satan gets the cleanest, don't you think so? And he does that, not to but I believe the hour has come that when God is going to move the order. Now this of my text to finish up for our lesson children of Israel last Sunday at the prophet of Balaam. And that's where I preached conviction up on myself. How many were sure Sunday four days to see it? Well you see what happened to me. Well I, I brought down conviction to myself. Brother Simpson and I had always had made this statement. There was no disease, regardless of what it was, would stand before the prayer, or no affliction, no matter how bad it was crippled, but what would be healed if I took time for that You've heard me mention that everywhere, haven't you? And that's true. It's still true. But now, today, the great task is over, and I'm going to let it be to me a stepping stone in the fit of a stumbling block. And so, so teach me the ways of the Lord better, and I might live closer to Him. And as I live closer to Him, I can help these people more, and be led by His Spirit. And now, the first thing I wish to do now before we start in on it is to have a word of prayer, and then we're going to ask a few others I'll give you some testimonies of some things that's happened, and then we're going to start the prayer line and give plenty of time to pray for everybody that desires to be prayed for, and especially all those who cannot come back to other services. But I'll give you the reason, and before I say this, before I have prayer, I want to thank God for returning to me again the gift of healing, and for more success than Sunday before last, and, and then too, and really praying for the and spending money, I found it comes out more blessed than it was at the first time. And you'll notice it, I'm sure, in the meeting. The first time reverently bowed and gave the word for prayer. Father dear, we come to you today just as humbly as we know how to approach you. And realizing the last time that I stood on this pulpit, I was a condemned man. I couldn't even realize how helpless I was without you. The fool of your presence leaves me. And the fool of come here before a little girl that was just really hard of hearing and she was a little deaf like one of the To see a man hard of hearing and she turned deaf. Oh Christ, I realize without you I'm a failure. I cannot go alone. And so in these times, Father, I decided without you I might as well go home because it only brings a reproach upon me. And so all this can be God for everything that. May it all be healed, every one of them. Help me in the testimony, Father, that I speak out with that you may it be, that the people will understand. And may everyone here receive a blessing, simple Father, every directly outcast, of white the color that called. Be with us now and shed forth our Holy Spirit upon us all. We glory out of service and help our tired, weary servants while we ask that in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. My life, the, the lifetime that God sent His angel down. Many of you here, how many have heard about how the gift of healing is brought to me by the angel of God? Most all of you do. But, dear friends, as you're realizing the plane and that 
conditioned for that many hours, I even got a little piece of paper and sketched out before going out. I thought it was the end of life, and I wrote to my wife what to do. And a little sketch to Brother Kitchen and different ones like that. And I realized that I had no hold on life to hold my own life. It might go at any time. But if this is my last meeting with you people, the visitation of that angel is true before God. That's right. It's true. And as I stand here with his Bible beside me, and he did come, and I have told you the truth, even as I was going to die this moment, it's true. And but the thing of it is, that in my own nature, I, I love to listen, and I like to help everyone that I can. And doing so, I let my nature get away from God. And to see, my will of things is not always God's will of things. And people ask me to do things, and I love people, as I've told you before. At one time, I didn't have many friends because I was considered amongst the people that I was with as Christians. And I, I didn't have many friends. But since I've come out and found God's people, uh, he's given me up in the millions of things, and I love him so well that I just did anything for him. I, I, I realize this with all my heart. If something, if I don't get some kind of a strength from somewhere else, but this time next year, there'll be somebody else doing this besides me. Because no matter how much they try, anyone tries to encourage me, I feel myself, I see my human strength bleeding. It's because of something in my heart reaches out for the people. And I, I made this statement, I must live by this statement. But I had rather, and when I leave, I always like that style of life, audience leaves behind it, footprints on the sands of time. I want people to know that when I leave, that I have done the very best that I know how to serve God in this church while I was here. I tried for this church and for his glory. Now, at Vandale, Illinois, was the time of the visitation of the angels. I told you last Sunday, and Sunday, do you remember me telling you that, of him coming? The next time, but just before I come here, Sunday, two weeks ago, I was in the room. I've been all through Canada and around. I've never seen him at all. And I was sitting looking sideways. And I happened to see something in the room. I turned, and there stood the angel of God standing looking at me. And I fell on my face, but I... I a brother Lindsay was the campaign manager of the campaigns in the north from the Assemblies of God. And he, he stepped into the room and he heard me scream out. He stepped into the room why he was mean to me. He's a fine man. And, but when it did, it must have interrupted something in the angel left. And then I was following Sunday, I come right on down here. That was on Friday. And Sunday, I come here. And not knowing what part of the scripture, I never get to read in the Bible. But I got the 22nd chapter of the book of the... Numbers, and in there I began to speak on the prophet Balaam, got up to his part. And when he came down, and how God told him in the first place, Go not go, then, then. But then he prayed again and kept on, and, and finally I believe for Balaam, it was the love of money, the reason he wanted to go. I'm not sure. I'll never know until I come in. I think it was the love of money. But in my case, it wasn't a love of money. It was a sympathy for human beings. And no matter how little or how big, it's all wrong to disobey God. That's right, regardless of what it is. And Balaam, he went on down to there, and the angel of the Lord met him in the way. And when I got to that friend, 
uh, I don't know, there was something stuck in here. And we had just a line laying out, nothing but miracles to be performed, that was all, nothing but miracles. Well, and staying here in the pulpit, when I got up to Balaam, preaching to you all, and I seen that angel standing in the way, and Balaam could not see it. It was a mule he was riding on the scene. Then he got to a narrow way, to a narrow place like where a gate went through, and there the angel appeared again. And the mule falls, and Balaam could not see the angel of the Lord. And how did he had disobeyed God so? So then when I did that, I seen then what the appearing of the angel was. And I realized for my first time, that's true. What a mistake that I had made. I had made an assertion to the people of the power of God that even the Son of God never made any statement like that. I made a challenge to bring to what was healed right there, to what was sent. And how it must have been so good to me to let me get by with such a death, and even I didn't make him believe in that, to bring him on, you see, because I knew the strength and the power of God, and how did God let me get by with that, I do not know. Because Jesus Christ, there was many mighty works he could not do. Is that scripture? Because of their unbelief. And look what he was. Look at the power that was in him. And then merely with the gift of healing, challenge anything, belief or unbelief, come on up. And he let me for six months get by with that. That began to break my heart when I seen that. What I have done, I tried to hold up before you people and preach. I couldn't do it. It just melted me right on down and I come to prove it. And I seen that I was preaching and telling how bad Balaam was, and I was standing in Balaam's shoes. I was doing the things that the angel of the Lord met me up there and said, Don't do it. And I was wondering if he hadn't visited me for six months. And said, I was confining too much of the gift of healing to perform a miracle. There's miracles performed all along the line. So let God do the taking out to do Let me feel led in my spirit, wherever, whatever the Lord tells me to do. Well, that's, that's scriptural. When Jesus went to honor the fool, well, there's as many people in there crippled as there is people probably in this building today, maybe more. He walked to the most all those people and just picked out one man. He was led of God to do so. So he told him, broke out, he made holy, said, Sir, I had no one to cut in water. He said, Take up your dead and walk. See, he didn't have to argue with him because Christ knew that that man had faith to be healed. And the man picked up his bed and went on. He never healed one more in the city. Walked right on out. He took another man and led him out of the city and sent him talking to him, sitting on the ground, and made a little, a little cake and put it on his eyes and told him to wash his feet with strength. Many thousands laid in his path. He never healed them all. But when the Spirit turned him aside for somebody, then he had compassion. Not compassion for the human part, because God was speaking to him to go to that person. Then I seen him, and I'd made something that was wrong. And I was condemned, and I was ashamed of myself. And I told you people about it. And then I come to the pulpit, and I pray, God, if it's not your divine will, and I've done wrong, will you help me? And you make it so that if there is, if I bring any persons in here, and if they're not healed, then I will know from this on and never in my life will I make that challenge again or have anyone to bring a prayer line or make out a miracle line as you call it. And you know what happened? The very first person was brought, that little girl, I hope she's here today, from California, I believe it was, and she was hard of hearing, and I talked to the child before. And I put my hands up on her, and the vibrations were hitting my hands. 
from probably some kind of burst of ear gum that caused an infection or a little something to grow over it, a little growth, because it had a life somewhere. And the vibration stopped, and I said to you, as always, uh, that child is healed. And I was trying to talk to her, and I couldn't even yell at her. I put my hands together, and she couldn't hear it. I turned her, stuck her over her hand, the vibration's back. I cast it forth again, and it come back. So I let the child alone. The next time was another man part of him. I said, do you believe, sir? Nodded his head, real quick. All that to me, nodded his head, and body his head. And when it did, I felt always had no vibration. That was purely spiritual. Dying on anointing of the spirit, dead nerves, probably. And when I prayed for that man, he couldn't even hear me beat my hands together behind. And I seen that I was condemned. And there I stood in this pulpit for the first time, and I knew what it meant for a man to be left alone without God. I was helpless. I'm ashamed of myself before you, friends, today. I'm ashamed of it. I am. And I'm sorry that it had to happen here in Phoenix, but it had to happen somewhere. That's right. And it happened here. I went off, and Brother Sheriff and I, we went out. And I was, I was weary. I couldn't sleep. I started up on a plane. I started crying in the plane. The host was coming around to watch the matter, sir. I, I couldn't tell her. She wouldn't understand. I got off the plane. I went in. The ministers, when they come and met me and tucked me in, they put me to bed, and they got down. They began to talk to me. And Reverend Baxter, a wonderful man of God, he came into the room, took in by himself. He said, Brother Branham, but I can assure you that the gift of healing hasn't gone from you. That gifts and callings are without repentance. That God will deal with you, but he absolutely would be untrue to his promise if he took the gift from you. Said he can't leave you. Said Samson slept all night with a harlot. The next morning he walked up and took the gates up and walked away with him. See? That's right. And David and so forth. Now like I said, he'll deal with you. Said Moses smoked the rock when he forced to speak to it. See? So that's right, but the water has come forth. That was true because he'll deal with you and he'll make you pay for it, but his gift is there. Somehow I just couldn't, I, I straight was gone. I couldn't feel God at all, nowhere. And I'll, I hope and trust that I'll never in all the days of my life have to go through another three days like that. That, that was hell on earth, friend. It was, I, I, the God, God was gone, the angel was gone, the Holy Spirit, I, I, I had nothing. and everything. So the Lord is just now 
we didn't have last, you know, on that way. So it just moved out wonderfully. And I am so thankful. May I never be guilty. And the way I see the people now, I found out that these last two weeks have set forth more miracles in any two weeks' time that I have ever had. I just passed the people through the line and pray for them. Then when something up all me stops and pulls the people, maybe someone doesn't have enough faith or something, then when they come through, it stops me. And then that's when uh, miracles are performed on the pulpit. Otherwise, I only go as God says stop. Not what some man says to you. I'll bring my mother and you make her get well. She's crippled in the neighborhood or bleed. I'll find out if it brings more reproach than it does anything else. And just, that's right because she don't believe in the first place. And so, and mostly like that, people take advantage of that. Well, if God has forgiven me for it, I know. And I will never want to be guilty of that again. And in these last few weeks, there's been more miracles performed in my services than there has been in the last three, four months or five, that's right. More miracles. And we couldn't even take care of the crowds. If there's anybody here from the Oregon meetings and over there, they realize that our auditoriums and the skating rinks and the surveillance and things we would get through, they'd just be thousands turned away each night and thousands times thousands uh, uh, brought into the place. And the Lord has been blessing and doing great things. Now, there's been more people get well since then because I was just trying to get down where God wanted me to be. And I'm sure that you understand it. I want, do you understand what I mean now? I'm not supposed to work miracles for the cause of people. If God should stop me on anyone. But now, dear friends, here's what it is. The vibrations move just the same. As that's God's divine gift. Now, if means will take that away from me, I'd rather not come out of this book at this Because when I can't be a help to someone else, I don't want to stay here. And I, I, then I went ahead and I started through the line, and the people began to see. After that, God began to perform more miracles than ever. Sometimes they'd be prayed for and go back and sit down with crutches. And they raised up all at once. The power of God had come upon them, sitting in their, in their seat and showing down their crutches and run through the building real fast. And there'd be someone on the cot laying there just shaking with palsy. All at once, all they'd just been prayed for, maybe a half hour before this. They'd stop shaking, raise up out of their cot, and some of them would go home. And, and maybe they'd be home maybe a few hours and woke up in the night or something like that. And here they come back to this service with just a praising God. Healed, you see. But that's what the people's got to do. They've got to believe it, you see. It's got to be a part, like Mary told, uh, Jesus told Mary and Martha, take me away the stone. See, you've got something to do yourself, and you've got to believe it, and God will work it. Right here, this way, I was taking all away from people. I was the one doing it all, you see. But there, you've got something to do yourself, and you go, and you believe, and you'll get healed. And a little boy, it was so pathetic, a little fellow come by, now, I might just tell this is hanging down the auditorium now. A little boy with braces over his leg. And he comes through the polio. He said, Brother Brandon, he said, Can they say the prayer for me? And I said, Yes, and his mother was there. And then I said, And then she said, If you just say the prayer for him, Brother Brandon. And I said, All right, sister. And I said, Now, you're not, she said, I do not desire miracles. She said, I just desire you to say the prayer. And I had the prayer for the little boy just a minute and laid hands upon him. And brothers and sisters, two nights after that, the little boy was standing at the door of the entrance where I come in. He braced his hand on his back. He was standing there. See the simplicity, the humbleness of the mother. But no brother I can believe God. I don't have to see any outstanding answer. 
but I can believe God. And then my ministry become more blessed than it ever was in the first place, you see. Um, and there the little boys come here, shake his little hands just like that. And three nights time now, the little boy was back and had the braces hanging on his shoulders, right? And then had him a big shoe. He had to have the shoes made to keep his braces by his body or That's it. That's what a human secret is. Don't have so much rely on the man. Put your faith in God in his almighty won't work anything, but his will heal you. And you just, through the simplicity of a child, believe that you're going to get well. And believe that this little prayer is what God asked me to say for you. You shall have what you ask about. You just believe it. Now, into that, then I want to tell you about what happened. At the end of the week, there were so many people coming in from, they come from Canada, from everywhere. And so all the poems, I never seen the sun shine until I come back to Phoenix. I was so glad to see the sun, I didn't know what to do. And I was looking up there where we had to pay, went into a restaurant and had to pay 50 cents for a grapefruit. Two half a grapefruit, 50 cents. And I think, well, you know, this is God came <laughs> throughout this end growing on the trees and, and like that, and 50 cents a piece for grapefruit. And I said, well, I can go down there on the street and take them around like footballs and beanies. I said, oh, friends, you guys, the most lovely place in the world to live. I just wish you could just get together and pray and uh, you could have the best church in the world right here, the best union of people. You've got everything up. The brother of I was so nervous to be taking out to ride me around by the shed and to ride me around a little bit before coming to the meeting. And I said, let's look at this paradise here. Why? <laughs> You're ready for the millennium if you just get together. <laughs> That's right. You're ready now. So it's certainly wonderful and nice. Now, then on... The Friday night, last Friday night, I had my reservations made sure to come down to Phoenix for the services, as I had promised to do. And uh, so the planes were crowded all week long. Then I said I'll catch a bus and go over to San Francisco, and perhaps the fall would drive away. Sometimes it'd be off for an hour. Then it would come back, and planes would go around, and then we got a chance to come down to the land of San Francisco. An awful foggy. And I said I'll go over by bus. And I was getting so weak. And here's how the gift is to begin to keep it working. And therefore, I know now it's something either I'll have to let up and uh, I won't be long. The people passed by me. They never even put their hands on me or me that own man. And they passed by me. And such strength went from me on account of that healing. Those people believed me. I didn't have to pray for them. Their faith reached in and got it, you see. Just the same as I was praying for them. So I got so weak in the prayer line on the last night for nearly 3,000 passed by me alone on that night. 3,000 till I crashed in the floor. And they picked me up all around the arms, two men, and packed me to the door. And there'd been many spirits that went out of the people and got into others. And one woman had went in saying she was got her mind off the Lord. Uh, some woman was talking to her, saying there she turned around while I was praying to talk to the woman. And an insane spirit came up on her. I had to leave the poor soul like that. She's still insane. And there's many epileptics that went from one to another like that. And then, then when I started out the door, I went to, to the bus station. And the Brother Lindsay and some of the, the ministers, they said, Brother Brandon, you can start like this. I said, I want to go back to see And they said, well, I said, such a thing is happening. I want to go tell them our Heavenly Father has granted me another chance. So I, I said, I, I want to go tell them. And they said, well, you can't go. One day you said, I'll ride in a car. And I said, no, ma'am, I'll take a bus. And so I waited out there and at the, started off, and we went to wait for the bus, and I got my ticket to San Francisco. And setting, and the bus come in, it was already three hours late. And the fog, you could hardly see it all. 
And while sitting there at the table, uh, so nervous, I passed the arm and reached the human senses again, and they thought it was a sleep. And then they taken me on, and I roused out of it, but then the, the bus, when it come in, around towards 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning, why, he couldn't go no farther. He had to cut up. He couldn't even drive over the mountains. And that threw me out and cleaned it all together. Then when I went home, went over there, I began to see myself failing real fast. And then 44 hours, I was not normal. Then when that was taking place, then I knew then how weak I was and how weak body was. I went from that, I began to feel weak and weary. And so I went to the meeting. And I'd come back again to Phoenix Town to pray to Mr. Thompson. Now I know you'll understand nothing. You'll understand, believe me with all your heart, that when these sick people pass by, remember, they'll get well. You just go believe. And if you come by, your faith will reach in and take a hold of that gift of healing. You'll be healed. Once you believe that all right, if it works, ever better. And listen, you hear people at Phoenix here. I want each one of you to go to your pastor, each one, and say, let's have union revival here in Phoenix. Don't you think you can do that? Have union revival to get everybody saved and going living for God. Don't you think you can do that? Sure you do. If you just only believe, have faith, and believe God, for we want to do that, and he cannot come. And I hate to know that little Phoenix is just out of the program. Now, to catch back to my scripture where I left off at, you remember, Yahshuae, all the way through the scriptures, who bring the children of Israel, get tied down to the last part. Is that right? Now, I told you that how the children of Israel had three journeys. They did, three stages of their journeys. Is that right? And the church has come to his third stage. Is that true? You remember? After the evidence of the new land. And that's where you people stand now. But remember, the church could not believe. They got into confusion and went out into the desert again. And there they were. They began to get sick. And there's the brazen serpent, the gift of the church. Is that right? The Pentecost. Look, as the Pentecost, the church got broke up with so many people got Then sickness came into your midst. You notice one more thing before I told this series of this. Now before, now shadows and pipes, they're coming up to this hour. If that was shadow and pipe, then the rest of it must come to pass. And I thought you'll get this, and I want your ministers especially to get this. Remember, their leader molded all the time for the type of Christ the Spirit today. Is that right? But Moses never kept the people across the earth. There was a new order for him. Is that right? Moses never cut the people across Jordan, the church manager. Joshua cut the people across. Is that right? And friends, our great organization is not going to take the church across Jordan. I remember that. Joshua is coming on the God is going to send the nine spiritual gifts to the church. He's going to pull it together to across Jordan. Remember, he said, rise now, and let's cross this Jordan, he said to Joshua. Now, I believe that there ever was a time of all the church history, that boy is now, rise, we're going to cross Jordan now. That's right. The church has been pulled through everything. It's broke up in sect here in the denomination. This is my life word, on this. Now, I tried hard. I, I love these. I love you people. 
I'd like to see everything in one heart and one accord. I'd like to come here and make this my home, where I could just have every Sunday afternoon service on and on and on as far as that goes until Jesus comes. But I, I can't do it myself. But I'm going to give you my vision. Now is the time that our churches, they will not agree with one another. See, and it's time for you people to agree with one another, the church itself. And this is the way, the gift that's coming into the church that's pulling it from both sides. Not pulling people out of their churches. No, you go back to your same church. Your church is all right. Your organization, I have nothing against that. But brother, don't ever think that you're a little bit better than somebody else or somebody's a little lower than you. You remember, we're all on one equality with God. We're his sons and daughters. And if we're sons and daughters of God, let's act like it, talk like it, and live like it, and be like it. Sons and daughters of God. And now, these gifts start doing that. See, the system's changed. The church has led the world ever since Martin Luther's time. Is that right? But the church age is dying out now. It's right. That's the Moses part. It's dying out because as Moses failed God, so has the church failed God. I mean the denomination. You see what I mean? How many things you understand why I'm speaking? Thank you, friends. Look. Satan tries to tell me sometimes that they, they don't get it, but I know you do. See, that has failed. The church has failed because it's got to a place. If you're not Methodist, you're not in it. If you're not Baptist, you're not in it. If you're not wrong to assemblies of God, you're not in it. If you don't belong to the oneness, you're not in it. If you don't belong to this one or that, you're not in it. The church has failed. See, instead of bringing the people together as one body, it separated them out. Just like Moses, instead of speaking, the Rocky smoke the Rocky thing, and it failed. So the church will never take the people over Jordan. That's right. But now God has changed His order, and He's sending back. You will mark my words. There's great man on the road to this world. That's right. There's great power on the road to this world, and it'll be a people that all out of people. Remember, come out of all my people. Is that right? Babylon, confusion, death. And not the people now, not out of your churches, but come out of that confusion among you, see. Come out that serve God with one heart, one mind, and one heart. See that right? And then God will take his church over Jordan and over Jordan. Now you believe that with all your heart. I would just read here. How many of you, I know I know you haven't got the hell of truth. This brother you never issued this yet, have you? This is the new hell. Hell of truth. Now, I was noticing that this year, this month, okay, here we go. The other night I had a surprise. My wife has, when she heard that I had had that exhaustion and passed out up there, tried to kill the poor little thing. And she's weary. I never, she felt back for like a year to have the picture taken. But she finally took it and she sent it to me. And I was talking to her little Bible. And my little girl, 20 months old, prayed for me while I was over the telephone. Loved her little heart. And daddy. Uh, Jesus helped my daddy, Jesus helped my daddy to come home. And uh, we got our pictures in there this month. Uh, There's mine and my secretary, brother, Cox and sister, they're very fine people. And in here, I happen to notice these testimonies that I went to, to read just a little bit. And it's, uh, that was here, but it's in many good doctors in there down. She went wild. She only seen it about a little second ago. You can see her little picture there. She's just a little chunk of human love, that's all. And God healed her instantly. 
right then. She got from the bed after laying there a month after month and walked down in her little pajamas. Well, you couldn't even get around her. She had one herself and everything. She had blood all over and everything. She just calmed in a moment and walked in her little pajamas with her little slippers on down to the story fountain and drank the And people coming from all over everywhere looking at her. I had a testimony here that I, I wanted to read. You know, uh, accordingly, I've got about 15 minutes now to get to these testimonies to you and then have the time for the prayer, for the statement. Here not long ago, I, I guess in the news of people, there was a, uh, you all read the, the Azusa News. Anybody get the, the Azusa News? All right. Do you get, did you ever get that Jones for Evening Sun, that great write-up that went? You notice in the Azusa News in there, uh, the, where I was to fly to California in the Jonesboro son of his place in there about trying to El Dorado in an airplane for a case that was dying of cancer. Anybody read that news? I was having services there. There's where a minister staying at the platform, big cancer hanging on him, all probably that big, hanging on his neck. The doctor said there's no chance for him. He's standing there with a the reporter, standing there flashing the pictures. The cancer turned white, fell off of his neck, and rolled over my feet. I got a alcohol now. There was a pit in his neck, his picture in the paper showing. There was a man who sat in a wheelchair for, for I forget how many years, bound down like this, was sitting there in the chair, a Baptist deacon. And he, a moment, got up out of the chair and walked through the building, glorifying God and things like that. And then I was uh, flown down to El Dorado with a little Zessner, a plane to a girl that was a poor people, that was the girl expecting to die at any time. She'd been a cripple all of her life, a victim of polio. She's about 28, 30 years old. And the cancer had become a fibrous cancer. And went all through her, and the doctors, I spoke to him as the one in at the plane landed. And they had went out there and met me and taken me in to the home. And there was, the doctor said that he cut around four to six pounds of cancer out of her, a surf-reported growth. He sold the girl back up, and less than two weeks' time, more than that had grown back in her again. There was no hope at all, nothing at all. And her people were keeping it from her. Well, I went, I never shall forget. This may not mean much to you people, or some of you, but think if that had been your mother, if that had been your daughter. It means much to me. I have to answer for these things that the judgments are. And just a while ago, I happened to pick up, I was dreaming of this girl last night. And here I picked up the little Carol Truth while I was read her testimony in here. And then just how it come out like this. Such a coincidence. Then standing there, walked into the house, brother, the little humble white cottage there in El Dorado. They're going in, the loved ones were sitting in the yard, and they were all looking in and watching for me come. And I went in, I gathered the family together. I said, Does she know what's wrong with you? She said, No, don't tell her, brother Brandon. I said, Now I can't find a thing. I said, Well, we never let her know. I said, Now the first thing, I want to know if you all have faith. So, but we've heard of others, and poor old man standing there, the old blue shirt on, you know, and her daddy, the very big fellow, and he's just crying. I said, now don't cry, man. I said, don't cry. I said, now, that will cause your faith to be wavering. I said, you must believe that if, the, if what you, the requirement for your child is now met. I said, are you a Christian? And he said, Brother Brandon, she's the only one of the bunch that's a Christian. He said, I guess that we're too mean. He said, that's the reason she's God taking her from us, because we're not Christians. And I've seen then the opportunity that God has given me. Don't never fail your opportunity. And there was at least about 15 or 18 of them standing in the little kitchen. 
I said, are you all relevant? Yes. I said, is any of you a Christian? And one of them was a member of the Church of, of uh, Jesus Christ. And that was uh, as much as any of them was in the line of Christianity. I said, will you do this? If God will let this girl live, will you promise him that every one of you will, will repent every one of you and be Christians and be baptized and so forth? And everyone said, we'll do it if God will do it. Well, I walked, I, he said, I'll tell you, you want to come out, what happened to the girl? And I went into the room, not letting anyone in there. Poor girl was laying there, she just had a few days to live, just maybe two or three more days that she be done, because she's thinking something. And so I walked in, she said, I presume this year, Brother Branham, and I said, yes, ma'am. And she, her side was still open, where she didn't do nothing, where the cancer was taken from her. And oh, she was falling way up like that, just pounds of that flesh had been taken out. And it's for the cancer, you know what a fibrous is like that, just went right through it, and it just hurt her flesh growing all the time. She told me, she said, uh, uh, well, I presume that you're Brother Branham, I said, yeah. And she said, Brother Branham, I understand that you can tell people what's wrong with them. I see why things are happening. And she, I said, yes, ma'am, by the help and mercy of God, I can. She said, Brother Branham, will you tell me what's wrong with you? She said, they, they won't tell me. She said, I know the way you're coming here. I said, I don't think you're And I said, yes, ma'am. Can you be honest with me, Brother Branham? I said, yes, if I need to be honest. I took her over and I said, yes, ma'am. It's a cancer. I thought it was a cancer. But besides that, your, your doctor, the last time I met him out there in the kitchen when he was talking, says that your time is in the next two or three days. And I, she said, what? That there's nothing between my soul and the thing. She said, it's worth more than anything. She said, I tried to leave my and I, I took And said, that, and I said, maybe this is the opportunity they all love you so well. I said, they everyone promised that if you got well, that you would serve God. She said, they did. And just saying, friends, I remember one day I'm going to leave this world myself. The angel told me that it would take place to take place something. I felt it. And I went down and had prayer for her, the vibration stopped. And I said, Sister, you are going to be well. She said, Brother Benham, I don't know what that means. She said, I just know I'm going to be well again. I said, You are. You're going to be well. I walked out to all the people out there in the kitchen crying. I walked out and shut the door as they come out. They said, Well, what about it, Brother Benham? I said, Just say the Lord. The girl will live. The poor old daddy just broke down and cried. Here's her testimony, wrote me paper. She quoted my words here. Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is also performing miracles in these last days. On May the 16th, 1947, the doctors found it necessary to operate on me. When they did, they found a raging cancer. All that... All... Some of the best doctors of this city could say was that my time was very short. My friend, God came on the scene. Brother Branham flew here from Jonesboro, Arkansas, my friend, and prayed for me. The Lord immediately killed the cancer germ and healed my body. I can never get through thanking the Lord for sending Brother Brennan to pray for me and for the healing of my body. Mrs. L-A-D-D-I-E-M-Y-R-I-C-K, Lady Mary, 
I pray, Father, that you'll let me always be humble. And may today the dumb speak and the blind to see and that child that is possessed of that devil may it be cast out. Just a touch from these all I want, Lord. To know that you're standing here. I know, Father, that all demons are subject to these. Your great power is near. Nothing can stand. And I pray that you will heal everyone here in peace. Father, today in this auditorium, for this is where thou hast taught me a lesson to listen to God instead of man. Oh, Father, help me. Never again, Father, never to do anything that would be displeasing to me. And may now, Lord, the rest of your Sunday week for such a rebuke to me. May this Sunday be a great blessing to me, Father, to see our people healed in this auditorium today. I pray that thou will grant it, Father, in the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, I ask it. Minister Nelson, for 34 years, uh, hundreds and hundreds of preachers of the different faiths and of our own faith, the Pentecostal faith. I have never yet met a man manifesting humility from day to day without a banner manifest. The weight of this is crushing the very life out of it. You don't realize what it means to fight the powers of darkness. All the powers of the enemy are turned loose against you. You perhaps only have a small portion against you. Remember the reason that Jesus suffered so on the cross was not because of his own sins, but because the powers of hell were determined to question. So if you have anything special from God, the powers of darkness are going to do their best to crush you. So this afternoon, we want you to do your best. Now, if you believe God, you heard what Brother Bannon had to say. How many of you now believe that God is here, that he will be? I see your hands if you believe it. God bless you. That's all it takes is faith. So we want you to be humble and believe. I'll be back with you in just one second. We have a case waiting at the door, brought in an ambulance, dying of cancer. Brother Dan is slipping out to pray for this one now, I we are going to paralyze him. Now, the kid will be there now, I want to start to paralyze now. All of you listen attentively so that you know. I don't know some of the Russians from me, but Russians was over here a little while ago, and I asked him, we've been here for three services and lived more than 50 miles away from here. You let those folks come first. Those who live over 50 miles away and have been here three services or more. Now, please don't take advantage of these things, friends, when we ask a question like this. If you do, here's what may happen. The disease may stay on you and you get something else. Remember that you're not just leaving with us. 
We want to be just as fair with you as we can be. Now, the reason I say this is because people take advantage. I'm going to give you a little illustration for a moment that Brother Brown will be out for just a minute. You'll hit it if you don't do it. Now, we, we want you to please be obedient and as nice as you can because it really cares. You'll teach yourself and somebody else out of an opportunity. Please do not stand or get in the prayer line at all until we call for you. Now remember, we want as another matter of praise. Everybody keep your heads down. Be as humble as you can. Bob, let's all shout it out. Our Heavenly Father, now for this week, dear Jesus Christ born again today, after two weeks' absence, we here send lovely people who are wanting to be well. I try to humbly to tell them, Father, that your blessing was that they would just believe me. Their faith, Lord, is what makes them whole. Their faith to believe it. Now may each one that comes by be touched by that divine power. And I pray now as I feel your angels standing so near. Oh God, may we bless each one and be well. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Please, sister, with all your hands. Dear Heavenly Father, seeing that our sister here is suffering with this tender feeling, thou art near to liberate her, Father, that she will be granted. Thou spirit of the devil that has found this woman, I adjure thee by Jesus Christ to leave her. Thy goodness and thy mercy. 
And I pray, dear God, that you will show mercy to our dear brother who comes many miles and how to be healed. Help him, Father, while we pray. Save him. Thy power of infirmity. Lead the man in the name of Jesus Christ. I jury believe in. Sir, the only thing you heard me tell about the lady that killed her a while ago, one of the same thing that happened to the lady with the cancer that was dying that's happened to you now. Every vibration, everything that I know to tell you, it's over. So you can go and be you believe if I'll ask God, you let your head back your eyesight again. I see you have a little more than that, old too, don't you? That's There's only one way I'd ever be able to know those things, to tell you that would be by God, is that right? Yes. Because the only way I know to handle that, I feel the vibrations know you got in the magnetic field. I just believe it all in my Our Father, to you who reveals the secrets of all hearts, I pray that you will be merciful to sister now. Answer by your grace and your help. Oh God, God knows how I feel coming here now, coming before last. Your presence gone, and now your presence here, and with each one of Please help our sisters father just now to be healed. This demon has come upon her to cause this trouble, and her eyes are going blind. Thou, in Jesus Christ's name, come out of the woman. In the name of Jesus Christ. The operation is cold. You look around to the room just a little bit. Look around. Do you know what I can say? Can you stop it? I want you to make sure you can point out. That's right. Somebody out in the audience raise your hand. Fifteen lights, you see the building now. Why, right, someone raise your hand up there. You see that hand? You see that hand? I wonder if that lady there with that green looking coat on, kind of a, a gray hair. Yeah. Uh, she got just one finger up and she got her whole hand up. Now she changes this one. Just uh, raise your hand up again, sister. Now. Yes. Can you tell her? you see that she's got a green sweater on from here? Yes, yes ma'am. That's fine. How many fingers do you think she has, she's holding up there? Did you count that far? It's kind of shadowy, but... Oh. <laughs> That's exactly right. Now, for sure, you've got everybody. You raise your hand. Now, for sure, you've got to come to me. You're a perfect, well woman. Let's give God the praise. Like praise everybody. Can do it. Why do these people, that what I can understand, Brother Brand, is the people who are prayed for, and when they're healed, the people in Pentecost, they usually like to shout so much that why they don't do more shouting in. I said, they're just dumbfounded. 
said, yes, 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 yes. It's just heaven thing. I said, you ought to go outside of living sometime and see them when they're coming out of the building, and then you can understand it. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, bow your head, everyone. I'll be quick.
nice country that there is. I want you to look at me and see how far you can I don't want you to be melancholy. I want you just to try to just let yourself relax. You're going to Are you, have you, you're married? Have you children? You have a boy over here. You want to see him again, don't you? Yeah. I want you to see you too. I love you. I want you to be honest with me. I'm honest with you. You'll be the same to me. I will. Now there's something holding me back from your feet. And I'm going to tell you what it is. Shall I tell you you're out of here? Just let it go. You can put your feet. You know I know what it is, don't you? All right. No. No. I don't know the revelation. Now, you're sure. Yes, you can. God can take it away from you. Yeah. But now look, there's no way in the world can you ever know that. Only by the revelation of God. But I found this cancer won't leave you. That's reason told you. Now you could. You do it. By the mercy, you'll do it. You sure he will deliver you? Father. She's willing now to lay it on the altar. God of heaven, you know how I could find that out. And I pray, dear God, that you'll take the desire from her now and that you'll never do it again. Satan, upon the confession of this woman, upon her desire to serve God with a pure heart, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of the woman. Now, sister, look at here. Every vibration has stopped. You're free from your habit almost. Go on now and serve God with all your heart. You'll see your voice, sister. Put your arms around his neck and tell him Mother's delivered. Every vibration has stopped. Got a funny thing in heaven. Yeah. That habit's gone from you, too. Now, keep it away from as long as you can. Father, this poor woman coming down from 
long home country, to be free for thousands of miles across the mountains and desert. She's laid in that hotel up there, either close to where somebody who didn't take you and committed suicide. And she's heard her screams and howls all week long. Almighty God, you're here today to stop the hemorrhage, to send her back home. Well, woman, grant it, Father. We need to hear the prayer of your humble servant. Father, I believe that woman will live a consecrated life to you and give you all the praise and glory if you'll grant this to her. Now, will you hear me, Father? This moment that's been looked forward to for weeks, grant it, Father. God, Demas, thou my sister, I assure thee shall leave her in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. I adjure thee, come out of her, in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, I want you to give a little testimony here. 
But don't you know like, uh, like you put your hand up on a, a radio that was charged with electricity, kind of shaking? Is that right? And while I was praying, when it began to loaf, jump, and then all at once it went away. Is that right? Yes. That's one of your women. That's in, uh, one of your women from Arizona here. And then when you looked down, my hand, which was red and had white spots on it, that turned white. Is that right? That's right. Now that's, I don't know the lady, never seen her in my life before. Is this your first time here? Yeah, been here every Sunday. Been here every Sunday. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, you should go home now and rejoice, you sister, because you're here. Let's say praise the Lord, everyone. That's mighty fine. God be praised and blessed for us. A little lady from Superior. Where's that at? Portugal. Uh, Portugal. That's Portugal. I see you're at in the paper where you're still operating at tonight. Can you go to Portugal? Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Do you believe, sir, if I'll ask God, it'll leave you? You have a few more things, but that's your major thing, isn't it? I think you got a ruptured nerve there. That's right. I'll say send this ear over here. And your your kid. That you believe with all your heart, and you'll stop it. See, the only way I'd know that is that some way I could tell it to you. Because you know if you were set up in the office, our Heavenly Father, God, who knows all things, come and be merciful to my brother. He's suffering now, and Father, by your spirit, by your grace, I was able to tell the men what was wrong with him, Father. Right to his face, how could he doubt anything? The die is here to make him well. Now pray that he'll start right now, Father, and not suffer. May it all go away from him, and everywhere he's from, you'll be thankful and tell the man that he works with and so forth of your great power. And someone else will hear, and they'll come and be healed, and they'll give their hearts to thee. Lord, making a testimony among unbelievers, I will give this demon in the name of Jesus Christ. Very soft, Every vibration of God bless you, my friend. Give testimony to me. It's been dead since last Sunday a week. Now, there's the vibration. Oh, sure. Can you see nothing here? This one is. See, now I put my hand up with this pressure on it. You can't see the spots, of course, in where you're at. How many can speak like there's a difference in the hand that's in the room? Up here on the balcony. Can you see the difference in the two hands? Now, this is the first vertebrae. One of his ears is there. He's got a kidney disorder. Something with his kidney. All right. I'm going to do that in the Eternal God. The author of eternal life and the giver of every good gift, I try now, Father, to find favor with thee for our brother who's suffering. I know not him, you know him. And I pray, Father, that you make him a testimony in the community where he is and among the man that he works with. 
may that everyone comes in contact with will be filled with good news, just like the others did in the days gone by when you were here in flesh. I pray that you will grant this to my brother. And now, Lord, the life that person I pray for on this altar, I feel that was out of your will. But I thank you today, Father, I feel that you forgive me, and I am in my will, and I pray that you will hear me. And Father, not asking you to perform a miracle, but I ask you, Father, before these people that they might know that thy servant has been forgiven of his sin of trying to challenge unbelief to be prayed for, even that and above which the Son of God has said. I pray that you will open his ear immediately, Lord that the people might know that thou art Christ, and I be your forgiven servant. Thou demons, I come to meet thee in the name of Jesus Christ. I adjure thee, come out of the man. Come out of him, thou spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, thou evil one, that has deafened his ear and caused him this kitty trouble. Leave the man. Here, 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 Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah? 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 Oh,
Look at my hands here. Can you see my hands on my hands? Look at this one here. Now, God has certainly rewarded you Spanish people. After seeing that's what you are, the Spanish people. As many of them feel, I'm going down into your home country down in Mexico in a few weeks. I trust that you'll be a testimony. You will serve God when you young man you will. Our Heavenly Father, you who created this young man who brought him here to the earth, and he's just here a youth. To mean so much to your kingdom, Father, among young men today is gone astray. But he wants to serve you, and the Satan has bound him, has bound him. But now thou hast for him to be he. Come today, just as he, the children of Israel did to the brave servant, to love him there. Help me, Father, and may this young man can be a strong, fine young, the testimony that will just alarm among his people. Grant, Father, may he start gaining weight from this very day. Now, Satan, thou demon of tuberculosis, I come to meet thee in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of the boy. I surely believe him in the name of Jesus Christ. A young man, before I raise my head to look at my hand, my hand has turned white, hasn't it? Or it was red and flashing. I'm pointing to it. Is that right? Turned white. I kept my hand in the same position. Is that right? Yes, sir. What's the matter? You're fine. You're going home to be well now. That's right, sir. All right, you may raise your head on me. Young Spanish boy standing here, the vibration of temper on, on my hand, and now every bit of it has left. Every bit. And you can go and be. Are you looking at my hand? You sort of see that, yes? You're all right. Now you go home, you go get well, start gaining weight. Eat plenty of good, wholesome food, get sleep, you're broke down, so just you build up. Let's praise the Lord, everyone. Her right foot, like this. 
to walk following me, don't doubt nothing. Tell her, walk, I don't follow me. Now, Mother, of course you understand that days are very short for you, aren't 
There's not much more can be done. And you want to live. I want to live. We all want to live, Mother. Don't cry. I've got a dear old mother at home today. If she's living, I trust she is. She's praying for me. I've got a wife and two little children praying for me. The church of people praying all over the nation. That's why I stay in the way I am, sister. There's thousands and thousands praying for me everywhere. Now, Jesus hears their prayer. Now, you've got a cancer. You know it, don't you? Now, if you just believe the others are healed, not everyone that I pray for is healed. No, many of them die. Many of them, so it'll determine what you'll do right away. You'll either get well or die right away. Now, you want to be well. Now, I'm going to ask Christ to let you get well. And you believe it with all your heart, your days will be prolonged for me. You believe that? Our Heavenly Father, as this poor old mother lays her hand on mine, did her hand all wrinkled up. I'm thinking, I live my own poor little wrinkled handed mother many miles away. No doubt that what this hand has washed in many a hard day in the tub. Not a word to keep soul and body together, raise the little children. When they did cry, there's no hand in the world that stroke back the tears and bring joy to the little cheek like this hand could. But now, Father, swing on mine. It needs a touch of another hand. The one that was scarred and cowed so free. Oh, Christ, help us to believe you. Just take your word. And this big, hideous demon of a cancer, black and fierce, She's helpless, Father. The doctor's power, but thou hast power over him. I bring her to thee, Father. Leading with my own unworthy hands, I lead her to you. Will you heal her, Lord? Now give thy servant's voice power, will you, Lord? That obscure this cancer from her. Thou demon, I come to meet you as the anointed gift of God. Now I meet you in the name of Jesus Christ. You come out of the woman. I jewelry to leave her in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Leave her. Now, Mother, you've seen what's happened. I go on your road rejoicing. Now, nothing.
And you're touched by his power now. You can walk off and be well. God bless you, my dear brother. Walk that all down the You won't have to worry no more. I can't even raise your head.
my brother, you're in normal condition too, I see. Do you believe that all your heart is? I do. Now, regardless, remember, I have promised God not to ask him for miracles. Faith. I see you have elaboration too. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, I see you have. Now, there's no way at all that I ever know that. Is it? Not to the world only by Almighty God. Is that right? Now, there it is. You've got this altered condition. You're nervous. You're very nervous. And you've got a broken back. Now, if I ask God, I can tell where the altar stops now. But the other depends on our faith. But if I ask God, you believe anything I want. Dear Heavenly Father, my brother standing here with a broken back and knows that there's no other way in the world for him to ever do well. Only by you. He's suffering with altars also. You're the one, Father, that he has designed. You're he who can do all things. And I believe that man has faith, God. I believe it. I believe he understands the story, Lord, of the angel of God and the visitation of your gift. Therefore, for this demon that's bound in Paul Elson, come out of the man. In the name of Jesus Christ, I do believe him. There goes the our Father, please have mercy for the brother. And may he be seen in this city wherever he's going. In a few days, walking down the street, he's stepping on his back, walking along, testifying to the people, saying, Well, I was once with a broken back, but it healed up just a little bit. And I'm well because Jesus Christ may be well. Grand Lord, may this man testify. I have in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I'll be healed, sir. It'll heal for the friends. Don't you believe it, everybody? Praise God for it now. All right. I'll go ahead. How many of you are not a teacher back? Maybe you can get into these places. You're lying in the graveyard. Got about 20 or 30 years of state that can't come back. And first told him, the auditorium, did you ever just bear with you just a few minutes? I just have a prayer for these people passing through and I appreciate it very much for your time. I'll give you a letter this morning. I want to pray for each one of you now. Love on you, dear, if you will run here, but please come back now for the next prayer. Uh, so you, you go be God. If I just ask you, you go get that. Aren't you going to know you? You do it. You do the food on your sister. You're going to get that. If I ask God, you believe it. I guess she's, oh, she's there. Well, all right. My brother Tristan brings me words here with a bunch back in the audience. I said, if I just pray for that one, it'd be easy. And I asked him, God can move this. Yeah. That's right. Now, all right, by your head, and I'll uh, try to pray for just a few more. Give us about two more minutes, and then I'll pray for the entire audience. That's lovely. And Christ will love you for that. Father, I pray with all my heart that you heal this boy. And we'll make him well in Jesus Christ's name. I ask the Father. Amen. God bless you, young man. Now, is this the young lady that's deaf here? Is she deaf or young? She works for sister? Is she born that way? She's not deaf or young. A flower. Now, they can have it right here. Now, what are you I do not say she's 
that's all right. And I get up there and she better than him. When I go back, I'll have a face in my arm. The little boy was instantly delivered, took off the brakes, and walked down the floor with it on his hat. That was the What they tell you for all? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's got his knee over him. Now, let's see, how many more? The brother said he's already, if we're going to have to close the doors. And if these people come out from back, I'm just going to ask a prayer for everyone. Let this money be sent back to the line. You agree, will you, sister? If not alive, you understand how it is. I want to have a prayer with each one of you. But first thing I want to say is that we need God to deliver for everyone that they can do. Now, I want to pray for everyone in the line and let them pray to try to cut my hands on the Bible. So they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover this. Our Heavenly Father, and our Lord said, our time is up, and we know many times we do them all the time, and one of the times we know. The Father, this is the time that these ministers have to get to their churches, and oh God, may we come solely be saved because of the sake of you. May we minister to you now this morning. May Brother Clark or Brother Al or Brother or all the brothers here, Father, your ministers be here. May they be so anointed tonight that the power of God will be in their midst as we've got never before. May sinners reach their way to power and let them fill with the Spirit of God. Oh, Father, may many even tonight be saved, Lord. And these who are coming to the line now, downward, and may your Spirit be so strong that when they pass by, and I take a hold of this man, may the blessing of God rest upon each of them. May they leave the city of Satan, rejoicing and thanking you for their needs. For we realize that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things you don't see, faith, fear, smell, or fear. Our grant, may we all be well, and we offer you thank you, praise for all that you have done, and all that you're going to do yet, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, let's stand everyone except for me. Now, while I'm passing you through, I want you all to stand up strong with me. And brother, one of the strong leaders, when you come here, strong leader, ever be the strong leader of the father. Come here, Revelation. I want you to stand strong with me. I want you to just to walk right out there with a prayer on you. Be praying for them as they come to the line. Let me do it now. Everybody will stand. Just a few moments. We're going to pray for about 15, 20 people. Just to shake your hand and say, Oh, you need to talk to me, brother. Oh,
we would all rush over to you, Father, if you were here in this place. But you stood on high and would give command according to the Bible, and then must all across the country here to bring the child. Father, have mercy. Give our service this time before the people that the child shall be well. Satan, I come to meet thee in the name of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Come out of the girl. I adjure thee, leave her in Jesus Christ's name. There's time before I raise my head. All right, mother, come here. Now, audience here, I want you to look at the hand now that's sitting here. Our little girly, you're going to be well now, sweetheart. Our mother, look, you take the strings and you're going to encourage your room. You can cut it around a little ways like this, like that. Are you going to be here for a while or are you going to be there? Now, you take that string and cut it around her like this, and you don't know where I told you to do it. You cut that string off like this. Then about tomorrow night or the next night, one, you take that same string and cut it around the little girl like this and cut off how much it's done. And do that for at least two to three nights. Then you know that I told you that part of the street. So, God Give my prayer in Jesus Christ's name, my husband. 
It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.